It's time for the March 2nd edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And? Huh? Mahler? And in the background, if you can hear him, there he is. He's running off. Why is it every time we start the show, he takes off running? I don't, I don't quite understand. Well, he's excited that we're here. <laughs> okay. He's excited that you're here. You don't, you don't see, oh, you don't see me when I get, turn the corner. I get, you know, that old soggy uh, tennis ball. Oh, yeah, us. yeah. He's chewed yeah. the hell out of that thing. It's well, and you know, yeah, yeah, he yeah. slobbers yeah, on it all morning. Know, well, my hands always get the uh, <laughs> Mahler goober. Yeah, but he loves it when you throw it. I mean, he really just, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he goes after. Yeah, that's he goes what after. That's why he yeah, jumps, yeah, jumps, jumps, jumps around yeah. me. You turn the corner, the ball's already in the air. It's kind of like the relationship that, say, DeAndre Jordan has with Chris Paul. Wow. Yeah. 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 Think of Mahler as DeAndre Jordan. (laughs) U.S. District Court Judge Richard Leon in Washington ruled the requirement that cigarette makers put labels, and some of them are quite gruesome. Mm Mm-hmm. The labels. Yeah. The new labels. Those new labels. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they were lungs and stuff. They're pictures. They're actually pictures of... People's so you lungs. look at them, and then you see the result, yeah. an image. Yeah. Because getting words is, apparently doesn't communicate with people yeah. anymore. No. You have to actually show them a car hitting another car before they get the concept that this could happen. We've become a visual people. Uh-huh. So anyway, they put these labels on there, and this district court ruled the requirement that they put the labels on them uh, would violate the First Amendment by unconstitutionally compelling speech. So it would, com- it, would, it would compel speech compelling. in a particular uh, way. Forcing. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Of okay. course, yeah. that, that's, that's. A, a series of words that, that shouldn't exist together, but he's a judge, so he knows best. That is a frightening concept. So uh-huh. in other words, the government or legislators have no legal standing to compel people to put this is rat. This rat poison may be well, hazardous to your health. It's a little bit too compelling, I suppose. Okay, the picture of it. Okay. Well, I guess I don't. I I didn't read the whole. Yeah. Whole well, decision okay. Here. All right. It's a picture. But those are his words, okay. and and I suppose we're supposed to really understand that. Hmm. See, it's one of those one of those okay, corporate well, things. Yeah, yeah. Where they make up a word that. Yeah. What do we call it? We call hmm. it. Uh, um, we call it freedom. 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 Let's call it freedom. Yeah, we, yeah. I was going to say yeah. we call it word speak. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, Orwellian is what we call it. Speaking of your present condition, Mike, mm-hmm. dementia in prison mm-hmm. is an underreported but fast-growing phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It's brought on by stress, and I can attest <laughs> to that. <laughs> but you're not in prison. But I'm not in prison, yeah. so that can, couldn't be my excuse. But certainly prison is, on a scale of places you could be, probably one of the more stressful places, probably. Now, of course, the the uh, news agency was working on words too. Hmm. You know, besides just unconstitutionally compelling speech, hmm. they have speech such as "fast growing phenomena." Fast growing phenomena. I don't know exactly what that means. That almost sounds exciting. It sounds like something you want to get in on, doesn't it? But that's it? what dementia in prison is. Yeah, it is an unforeseen consequent consequence of get tough policies. Mm-hmm. 
long sentences that have created a large population of aging prisoners. Mm-hmm. That is so true. that's what you have there. That's, that's a, About yeah. 10% of the 1.6 million inba- inmates in the United States are serving life sentences. Another 11% are serving over 20 years. New York has taken the uh, top dollar, the uh, mm. luxury suite approach, uh, establishing a separate unit for cognitively impaired, impaired. inmates and using professional caregivers. Mm-hmm at a cost of at least $93,000 per year huh. per well, bed compared with 41000 for a regular inmate. Right. So it's a, that's more than... Double. Yeah, it's like having an extra inmate. Let me, let me do the math here because I'm kind of impaired. Let's see. I think that's more than double. Yeah. It I is. Yeah. I just want to emphasize yeah. that. Yeah. No, it's... That given well, our... We're paying for the policies. Yeah, that, we are. Lock them up and throw away the key approach to criminal justice has its price, uh-huh. especially as we can, as you and I have talked about many times, Three Strikes Law, which yeah. was implemented in 1994. Many, most of the people that are the most egregiously sentenced people have been in jail for at least 15 years now and are coming up in some of them 18, 17, 18 years in prison. And they are aging, certainly, and and it, that's absolutely that statistic holds true here in California. The the cost of incarceration is going up all exponentially for some of these people. So yeah, so it's you want these tax and spend conservatives? Yeah, it is. It is. Well, they do. They yeah. they eventually, but have taxed you. They just say, well, it's either for the military or for the police right. or for right. prison wardens. It has nothing to do with. Uh, right. Um, helping you it's protecting you it's based on fear and so they're tax and spend conservatives and it perverts the idea of justice criminal justice the whole thing has become uh essentially a state much of it i don't want to say all of it but much of it is really about what society thinks it wants instead of leadership taking the reins and and being reasonable about this stuff can i jump in with another one sure Monsanto. Mm, You want to talk about them? Yeah, of course I do. They reached a settlement with U.S. residents who claimed they were poisoned by the uh, Agent Orange chemicals. Here in the United States or in? In uh, Nitro, West Virginia. Okay. The plant is uh, now defunct, as they say it. Mm -hmm. I really like defunct when they were around. Yeah, in the 1980s or something. Yeah, yeah, they were good. De-defunct, Yeah. (laughs) The long-running suit was brought by residents living near a now-defunct Monsanto yeah. plant in uh, West Virginia. That was between 1949 and 1971, and they produced the old trichlorophenoxyacidic mm-hmm. acidic mm-hmm. acid. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I wonder if the people of Vietnam will, will have the same opportunity, the people of Vietnam, whose pretty much their country was turned into a kind of a yeah. moonscape by virtue of uh, of Agent Orange. It killed uh, 400,000 people over there and oh. maimed uh, quite a few more. Oh, and, uh, sorry. What? You have statistics on people who yeah, died? Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, in, in, yeah they, uh, it led to 500,000 birth defects in, in Vietnam. <sighs> uh, in 2005, a U.S. court rejected a case brought by Vietnamese victims of Agent Ord. So, not with them mm-hmm. so much. You're, <laughs> you have to be over here well, to collect our money. God. As part of the settlement, the chemicals 
firm has set up a 30-year medical monitoring program, et cetera, et cetera. They, but here, they, not in Vietnam. But, but they've done a lot of good things <laughs> yeah. uh, for the people in Nitro, West Virginia. However, the settlement made no findings of wrongdoing against Monsanto. Of course not. They didn't do anything wrong. No, no, no. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. People yeah. dying and birth defects. Yeah. That's not How really we wrong. we to know that? No. No. It was this strange chemical that we were spraying on the population that was causing these cancerous growths. And I'm sure yeah. that when they were doing all of their voluminous and thorough research into this product, they never came across anything that would give them pause to think that this might cause damage to human beings. I'm certain of that because that's Monsanto. They care. By the way, I do remember... That was uh, part of the deal. It was part of the deal. Of course, it always is. There. They, yeah. they, you know, we'll do this if. Yeah. It was a settlement. So, right, right, you know, right. And they, as long as you don't blame us for anything. It's de rigueur in all of these settlements now. We don't admit any wrongdoing. However, uh-huh. half a million people have birth defects as a direct result of the product. That you we know, were. maybe if they actually admit they did something wrong, maybe what is test marketing showing that admitting you did wrong is a bad thing, I I'm, I'm sure it's a legal maneuver to ensure that you're not sued later on, like yeah. 50, 30 years hence by the grandparent, by the grandkids of these people or whatever. By the way, I, this is something that goes way back. I saw a, I recall this very vividly, um, back in the Vietnam era, there was a lot of talk even then, back in the 60s and 70s about Agent Orange and the effect it was probably having on human beings. And a lot of people thought it was being very harmful. Yeah. And it, in, in order to prove them wrong, I remember it was a footage of an American soldier actually drinking Agent Orange mm-hmm. to prove to whoever cared that it really isn't harmful. Look, no, you're not thinking of Roundup, are you? No, no. Okay. This was they in did, Vietnam. They did that with Roundup. Okay. Too. Well, they did it. With, I remember it was Agent they Orange were drinking all their uh, pesticides I mean, they, back then. That's how crazy the '60s were. He, he thought it was Fanta yeah. instead of Agent Orange, so he, he maybe that was what it was. But uh, but drinking, and I just remember, wow. Uh, you know, I wonder what his kids look like. The city of Stockton, California, is expected to move closer today to becoming the largest city in the United States to file for bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Oh, yeah, Stockton. $700 million in debt. God. They've laid off so many workers, and including a quarter of its police force. So, I don't know. Maybe they ought to just wing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's... Dude. Yeah, just wing Well, uh, now... Well, uh, well, how how long ago was that? 20, Start their own currency. Twenty years ago, or so, maybe more. When Orange, Orange County, County yeah, the for, yeah. 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 yeah that was just okay. How about in the category of <laughs> do we really need a study to tell us this? Alex for two hundred. A new study published in the proceedings of that published in the proceedings of a National Academy of Sciences mm-hmm. found that. Mm-hmm. Wealthier people are more apt to behave unethically. Really? Yeah. So, so that's what they needed the study to tell us. <laughs> yeah. <Huh. laughs> you know, as as if the not wealthy people didn't know that. As, <laughs> if, as if we were all sitting here getting duped by the wealthy people. You know, sometimes it's just that we don't care about all your rocks hanging from your body and your <laughs> big metal shiny machines that you pound your chest and go, "Look at me." <laughs> We don't care about that stuff. No, we yeah. don't. <laughs> you know, and uh, we know you want to get there, and you usually do it yeah. unethically. Yeah, yeah. So we watch that, and we think, look at the monkeys. Yes. Yeah. They're going to die, too. That's yeah. what I think. That's uh-huh. what I think. But I see people who behave that way. Well, you're going to die, too. 
Scientists at the University of California at Berkeley analyzed a person's rank in society, mm. measured by wealth, occupational prestige, prestige, and education, and found that those who were richer were more likely to cheat, lie, and break the law than those who are poorer. And what do we hear now, constantly? I don't like the use of the word poorer in there. Uh-huh, poorer. We're not poorer. Mm? We're not even poor. Mm-hmm. We we don't what what is it that we have less of I guess uh, this whole thing is based on a you know this study was based on money mm-hmm. somebody paid them to do the study <laughs> it's true well I'm, okay um, wealthier stu- uh, study participants were more likely to admit that they behaved unethically too now this is the rub you see what I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. Wealthier study participants were more likely to admit that they would behave unethically. So, of course, they behaved unethically. Was that did they, they admitted they behaved un, behaved unethically? Did is that, that how they you know? Well, did where was this passed down to them? Do you think this is a issue of parenting? Did they did did they say they've watched their parents behave unethically? Well, I don't know if they went into that detail. No, I'm wondering. But the the, the point being is since they admitted that they behaved unethically, Mm -hmm. then that would skew the study. Of course, the study found that wealthier people were more apt to behave unethically. They admitted it. Yeah. So not in any empirical evidence, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know that they do empirically. Well, they're, but they're we, trying to get we around We anecdotally that. believe that to be the case, though, don't we? I mean, that, that's what I believe. This is a study, Mike. All right. This made a lot of money for people. Okay. Speaking... So, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Is there more? So don't just okay, well, speaking of, um, of wealthy people behaving badly... Mm-hmm. I just have to throw this in campaign news. Republican candidates have entered. Oh well, never mind. What Republican candidate Mitt Romney picked up the endorsement of Jan Brewer this weekend. La la la. He was yeah. in. He was in Detroit. Who did he ta- pick up the endorsement of? It didn't matter. This this already happened. I, my bad. This was yeah. This is a prior to the um, primary this Tuesday in Arizona and and uh, Michigan, but. Uh, Romney was defending his massive wealth. He's been widely criticized for a remark that he made last week, which was about his fleet of cars. He said, I like the fact that most of the cars I see here are Detroit auto- Detroit-made automobiles. I drive a Mustang and a Chevy mm-hmm. pickup truck and drives a couple of Cadillacs, actually. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? Okay. Well... I guess there's nothing wrong with it, but if the if the perception is that you're a wealthy, out of touch guy, uh-huh. and uh, is he it, didn't, these he, these they're 1970 Cadillacs, Mike? Are they? Yeah. Are she you? has to. She has to. She has two of them because one's always in the shop. Oh, okay. I'm sure you're right. Yeah. What was I thinking? I, know, I mean, you know, we we admire some people because they have cars. He's he's. He has to stand with what he does, and he has Detroit cars. That was the point. Why would you want to skew it? I'm not skewing he, it. I'm just it, he here's has a, he has a whole fleet of Detroit made cars. Do you know? Do you hang out with people that have two Cadillacs that they're they're that they're honestly that is or, uh, beneath my level. Okay, oh, all right. Okay, you know, I mean seriously, a Cadillac. What 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 is that? What have they really made lately that would be worth owning? Well, you can buy one of those STSs for you can spend eighty thousand dollars on a on a Cadillac without eighty thousand. Yeah, 
Okay. Okay. I won't say any more, Mike. Well, I mean, it's not. It's just really so, not that much for, for someone who has a lot of money. I mean, it's not a lot. Well, what kind of people will buy eighty thousand dollars cars? Any? Well, they live in Stockton. No, but I guess if you're talking to an electorate that has been suffering from nine percent unemployment mm-hmm. and long-term unemployment for years, in the midst of one of the great, greatest, most dire economic downturns in the history of the United States, mm-hmm. it just does it really. Is, are, do you have a tin ear to talk about your wife driving two Cadillacs? I guess. Uh, you sound like Ellen DeGeneres. Do I? Why? Why no, is that? Why? Why? Know. No, really. Why? Why does that seem so? No, I, I, a tin ear. It doesn't seem foreign to me. It just seems like he's talking. Yeah. Does he? Do I have to be that guarded when I speak? I. I that's that's no. Kind of I being, know you don't. He's, he's telling the truth. Yeah. His wife. He has two Cadillacs. You're talking about Detroit. He feels proud of the fact that he has the two Cadillacs. Okay. Does is is he supposed to so, be? Uh, that so, aware that everything that he has is too much. I mean, some things, you know, they're Cadillacs. And okay. my point is, eighty thousand dollars is not five hundred thousand dollars. It's not. There's a lot of people that make that kind of money that Romney has. There's people in my neighborhood. There's people that live in apartments in Irvine oh, that up. have eighty thousand dollar cars. Yeah. Well, it's true. And. All right, and they and they shouldn't, but they do. Those are those are the buffoons out there. Okay, but spending all their money on a lease. Good God! Is it, so okay? It's unfair to talk about to ridicule or belittle him for talking about his Cadillacs. Is it okay to talk about the? the you can talk about whatever you want. No, to, no. Right? I'm saying is to, when you're Expect talking about be challenged about Romney and his and his. Well, here's a guy that had okay. Judge right, not, right, right. lest ye be judged. Royal Dutch Shell, you know them, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Launched an extraordinary Lee, mm-hmm. extraordinary preemptive legal strike against opponents of offshore oil drilling in the Arctic Ocean. Mm-hmm. You like this kind of stuff, don't you? I think I do. Yeah. I'm not sure anymore. Yeah. But go ahead. You, you liked Arctic Ocean drilling? Oh no, no. But go ahead. No, I'm, 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 I, I don't know about this story, so I, I can't. Oh well, this is kind of a deal. Okay. They've okay. Shell, mm-hmm. Dutch Royal Royal Dutch Shell has mm-hmm. has launched a, uh, a legal, a preemptive legal strike against uh, environmentalists, essentially. Yeah. Okay. It's suit, uh, against a dozen or more environmental organizations likely to challenge its plan for drilling exploratory wells in the uh, Chuk. Chukchi Sea this summer. Mm-hmm. Chukchi. Okay. In a petition for uh, declaratory relief filed in the U.S. District Court in Anchorage, the oil giant seeks to have the court rule that the U.S. government complied with federal law when it approved Shell's oil spill response plan for upcoming exploratory well drilling in the Arctic. In other words, they're trying to get off the hook for anything. Uh, by putting the government on the hook. Yeah, by you putting the government. This, so if the, something and, you goes know, wrong, that would mean you or I. Right. So yeah. if something goes wrong, it's the government's fault. Yeah. That's what they're kind of saying, right? Yeah. That because the government approved the plan, mm-hmm. therefore they're not responsible for any, for Exactly. And this is against a lot of uh, environmental organizations. Okay, it's saying a, yeah, it's preemptively saying that you you can't are out cha- of this game. Right, you can't challenge us yeah. if something goes wrong. Yeah. 
Well, so, I think that's hollow. I think if they yeah. were negligent, if they're found to be negligent, it doesn't matter what the government approved or didn't approve. Well, they're going to take, they're going to drag this thing. Well, out, that's though. the thing. They're going to spend gonna... a lot of money, and the and these groups are going to have to spend a lot of money. And that'll, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. That's sort of... I just think that's sad, given yeah. the direction we're headed. And we have, uh, we have uh, the circuit courts and the Supreme Court who are willing to back up yeah. these kinds of preemptive things now for the. I know you want to talk about Romney. So no, no. Wait, and I'm just going to go back to this for a second. I do want to go back. I want to revisit it. The reason I judge want, not. I, I got that. I got GB less, judged. Less GB and I don't mean that in a bad way. No, you think of it as a commandment. I'm just saying. It's, I get you. You know, it's an either or. But I wanted re- because I think yours it was a well taken point that he was talking about a couple of bunch of autos that he owns. That are D- Detroit made autos. Fine, American okay. made. Great. He's he's a supporter of American products. Great. I feel but, like we're on. But what? no, no. Just but I just want one thing. One thing that I think is important to keep in mind. This is a man who is wealthy. He he he. And he says, "I'm not going to apologize for being wealthy." He's embraced it. That's yeah. good. Good for him. But there is some. Don't you think it's some level of discussion to talk about his acquisition of wealth, how he acquired wealth, in terms of how it plays out in politics and American society, and the kind of transference of wealth, not for making something, but for capitalizing on people who've made something. Who uh, this kind of pernicious sort of techniques? Yeah, and and I think, and again, all of this goes back to, to for me. It goes to this to this point, which is he's wealthy. Great. Why is he wealthy? And and so that that's. I just want to make that point. We can move yeah. on if you. I mean, after you. That, that's yeah. true. I mean, yeah. his history means something. Yeah. But I, I'm more concerned with his CEO quality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that he's treating the country uh, like a business. Yeah. Government is not business. It's just not. And, and I reject. The notion well, that it is. Well, there are ways to look at it like it is a business. There are ways but, to be efficient. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, I having having worked in government, I can tell you, yes, that it it needs to be more business like in the in some of the ways it does it, what it does. But I think that's not, why he changes his mind so much, because he's looking out for the company, right? And he, but he in, <laughs> but he doesn't have a vision about where the company should no. really go. No. He just wants to make the most money right now right. for the country right. and end up. Uh, digging us a, a grave like all tax and spend conservatives. Like all tax and spend conservatives, right. Mm. Okay, that's, I just want to get that off. Uh, you want to go international? The White House? Yeah, pretty international? soon. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, not yeah that we're bad. fine, we're fine. What do you think, Mahler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. The White House embraced a plan for Trans-Canada to build a 485-mile oil pipeline from Oklahoma to Texas. Yeah, they're just kind of saying... Little uh, bits. Just do little, little things. Yeah, disturbing about this. Uh, well, it's the first. It would, to me, it's would be the first leg of a uh, of a Alberta to Texas. Well, yeah, they're yeah. just trying to. The big the big thing is going through Nebraska and the aquifer that's uh, that's yeah. there. That's created probably the biggest barrier to moving forward with the proposed plan that was on the table last month. But uh, apparently, Bill Clinton came out and said. That the United States should allow this to happen, and Hillary was asked about it at some congressional hearing, and she said something to the effect, Bill's a private citizen. He's entitled to his opinion. Many people think it's a trial balloon that the, the administration, or Obama's administration, is eventually going to um, approve this thing and that this is one way of kind of getting, floating the idea. Um, if it happens, it's really serious. I, I, I can't – from everything I've read about this, no matter what kind of pipeline is coming out of the Alberta Tara Sands – it's a serious 
ecological environmental issue period yeah so just um i, I don't know well in in all these things what i find disturbing uh, yeah, yeah is that uh what's reported is news about using an old technology mm. yes instead yes. of news about what yeah. we're doing to advance alternative fuel sources and I, energy sources yeah so we're there's, there's we're no one's concentrating on that at least Not. the public isn't concentrating on that it, it's and so there's no demand from the public to move forward with any of those things it's so depressing that after all of these years since jimmy carter gave his speech 40 years ago now to say we got to get off oil and here's how we can do it i'm putting solar panels on the white white house let's get started here we are 40 years later everyone agrees this is a polluting technology it will eventually destroy the planet so let's double down on tar sand yeah i mean come on it's so like Ronald Reagan. It, it's just amazing in some what level. What a doofus. Anyway, yeah. What a dirtbag. What a scumball. I know he is. The worst Ronald president. Ronald Reagan. I know. The worst president. I'll, you know, I'll well, in competition. Yeah, there's some competition there. but Sorry, Ronnie, but yeah. you really suck. You know, I, as far as, as respecting the dead, mm-hmm. shouldn't they be the ones that you disrespect? I mean, they're not really around. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Are you done with the Mitt, Mitt Romney stuff? Yeah, I'm kind of over Mitt for yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And, and you want to talk about Santorum at all? Nah, Any, anything Santorum, that doesn't. How, how about uh, Andrew Brightboy? Yeah, what do you. What do you okay, go ahead. No, tell tell our listeners what happened. He died. He died. <laughs> yeah. Now we can disrespect. Well, yeah. more. We can disrespect him more now than yeah. we did before. Yeah. Yeah, Andrew Brightboy. Heart attack apparently died yesterday. Davy Jones Davey died. Davy Jones died. Yeah, I think they're kind of comparable. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's, that's the way I look at it. Let me give some. <laughs> I, one I, one yeah. rot the beetles. Yeah, I mean the monkeys. Sorry, yeah. one rot the monkeys, and the other one rot Fox News. I'll give you my Davy Jones. You give me your uh, <laughs> Andrew Brightboy. Uh, so yeah, he died heart attack. Some people think he's punking us that he actually isn't dead. That's sort of a, oh, a that's meme cool. that's floating around. Yeah, and, good for him. And he's not really dead, and he just wants to see how the liberal well, media I, is going to talk I, about him. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> he's the one who basically for people he's don't remember hmm? he's, he's a very cunning, cunning guy uh he was the one who uh was behind the operation sting on um on acorn he sent in some uh, lackey to try and extract a uh embarrassing statement from some office um acorn office and was able to do that even though it was completely opposite of what the the people meant when they said they were going to get him help, they 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 edited yeah. it to make it look like they were trying to set up a prostitution ring for <laughs> help him set that up. And then the other one was the the uh, uh, the what was she secretary of oh gosh interior or something uh, where he edited her speech to make it look like she was a racist who in fact had been assisting a white farmer after she confessed oh, that yes, over yes, the yes, years yes, yes. Yeah. that she had in fact that's, had that's, held these yeah. beliefs and now as she saw the saw it from a different perspective and he edited it to make it sound as if she was a complete racist yeah. so that's his legacy to me he's a lying sack of crap sorry no i don't i'm not sorry he is a lying sack of crap just like davy jones just like davy jones <laughs> by the way <laughs> what 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 about this uh uh, Quran burning. I just want to. I don't want to leave I the dead people alone. Yeah. Let's talk about dead. Okay. 
Uh, let's talk about burning Korans. Yeah. Anything to no, say? I don't. I apologizing mean, for it? Oh, this whole are thing with Santorum saying yeah, we should never apologize, think? and so did Gingrich. President, I think it shows weakness. They think it shows weakness. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is Rachel Maddow, actually. No, well, the how do you feel is, you well, what know, do you I, I would give a serious response to that. I can't imagine taking it seriously. It's a book. Yeah. It's a flag. Yeah, I know. It's, it, it's, it's a piece of paper, ultimately. I would think if you held a particular religion and you were truly spiritual, you would, you would toast, you would first have pity on the people yeah. that burned them yeah. as if that has anything to do with any connection to any spirituality that would be felt by anyone. Yeah. And, and then yeah. have a party. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's bad on everybody. I'm sure there is something in the Quran about love and forgiveness. I'm pretty sure there'd be something in there about that. And so for whatever motivation or reason that somebody destroyed your holy book. But I'll go back to something that we yeah, talked But there are people, there's a whole I'm sure there are uh, are believers that that were not affected. They feel exactly the way that I feel about it. Yeah. But there's there's the people that listen to the equivalent of Rush Limbaugh yeah. Uh, yeah. that will be upset and be shocked by it all. And and that's who we usually uh, give these statements to address. Right. I think it shows weakness is actually a critique of uh, a statement that was said just as a matter of protocol, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to put the actions in someone else on on someone else i don't know what they would do but i imagine there are christians in this country christian evangelicals whoever who would also react violently to the burning or oh, yeah. shooting the bible oh yeah oh, you know? i mean, you know I mean but I mean, the, the the other side of this is i mean, I, do, I wouldn't waste my time on it to right. tell you the truth right but if if it were to happen i only if it had a personal value to me right. any sacred book right would, would you, I get upset. And, and let me be clear, killing anyone for any reason, that's what uh, you're saying. In the, I want to make it clear. Look, the, what, what's going on in Afghanistan and, and, and that region over this is deplorable and needs to be condemned uh, wholeheartedly. But um, there, it's, it's like we were talking about last, last week with the N-word. There's certain things, there's certain real estate, if you will, that is just beyond reason. To use that word to, and for some people it, it, who are uh, believe in Islam, for some, and I think in a misguided way, this is just beyond. They just yeah. they can't accept it, and I don't know why exactly. I really don't understand why they they react so violently to this stuff. But um, there's just things that are just you can't you can't go there for whatever reason, and I I don't yes. pretend to know. Uh, want to talk about Syria? I, I kind of want to talk about Rush Limbaugh. Can we do that? <laughs> Just before we go off, off of... Okay. Okay. Rush Limbaugh on his radio program yesterday was bemoaning... bemoaning he was ranting and raving about this... Uh, uh, b- the birth control coverage for insurance, right? And there was a particular woman who wanted to testify in front of the U.S. Senate mm-hmm. last week. Am I wrong? No. Okay. Her name was is Susan Fluke. And and he in Limbaugh was making the point that what does this say about a college co ed Susan Fluke who goes 
who goes before a congressional committee and essentially says that she must be paid to have sex, meaning she's being covered in her insurance for birth control. Uh, what does that make her? It makes her a slut, right? It makes her a prostitute. She wants to be paid to have sex. She's having so much sex she can't afford contraception. And it goes from there. And, and, and so... You want to talk about I that? Just, I just want it out First there. Of all, if I, anybody I, I, hadn't heard it, I just hmm. want to make sure they didn't. Well, you are feeding what Rush Limbaugh lives on. Mm-hmm. You mean kind of stirring things up over this yeah. kind of stuff? Yeah, that's his currency. Well, the, and when you say anything about that, yeah. you are feeding that currency. You are giving value to that currency. So what we are talking about, if you want to talk about Rush Limbaugh, is helping Rush Limbaugh get more money because he deals in shock. He deals in in making people react to things that he says are very stupid and exaggerated. I bring it up because I don't think think something has to be said doing that, not in actually thinking these things through. And and I I, I really do. I, I think it gives too much. Don't you think there is some value in responding to this at all? I mean, to say... He's an idiot. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's really as far as it goes. Or at least keep in mind that the way he's... this, The response to this should be against a, a economic structure that uses what, things like that yeah. as a way to sell products to people. The, the, that's their driving force. You, you want to hear something that's offensive. It's, you do because you, 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 you're watching uh, shows, programs that are sponsored by, by uh, products that want something offensive being said so more people will watch the show. Ex- except that this is gaining traction. What do you mean um, it's gaining traction? Uh, it's gaining traction in the sense there <laughs> What's are gaining traction. The, 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 this idea of of prohibiting or limiting health care for women around this issue of, of of birth control and contraception. State legislatures are passing legislation in order to well, then impose. Well, let's talk about that. Okay, yeah. but when you but this guy talks to several million people every day and gives political cover for the idiocy that you're talking about, that we're talking about right now, which is, it, this is just so retro, re, retro, so, and, okay. Regressive. It, it, that I just, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. He's by us talking right. about it. I, he I, is I, giving political cover. Yeah. You, I just you think are something fiend. has to be said. <laughs> okay, 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 all right. I, I, no, I got you. But, uh, Okay, so do you want to talk about the issue? I just said it. I just said it. Do you this, want to talk about is, the issue? I guess. I just okay. I think that it's that this this sort of idea that suddenly people are going to make moral choices about insurance, about a relationship you have yeah. with a business is talk about intrusion, government intrusion and big government and all that. Plus, it says something so 19th century about where we feel women are in making decisions for themselves. And their human rights, and I. Well, there's I, a, there's there's a uh, certain segment of the population that that has a different relationship, the uh, a gender relationship yeah. in their beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And if you want to talk about that, that's that's good. Okay. If you want to talk about Rush Limbaugh being a he, dick, he's, he's a big fat idiot. A, he is a big fat. By the way, yeah. he's back to being a big fat idiot. 
it's so you see the and you could take quotes that I said and you said and turn them into something. I'm, if that's an easy news source, not for us, but for Rush Limbaugh. If I'm a reporter, what could be easier? If I'm Rachel Maddow, what could be easier than, than to sit back and to listen to the chatter of some other guy just like me, except representing the other side, and then comment about it for a half an hour? Right. Why don't you actually talk about what it is? That is, that is what they're talking about. That's how they're talking about it. Yes, if they were no, talking about it in terms of... I, the, 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 they're we're not trying talking to ta- about it. They're, they're just calling names. They're not talking about the issue at okay. hand. All right. Okay. Much like us. North Korea announced plans to suspend uranium enrichment and halt testing of nuclear and long-range missiles in exchange for U.S. food aid. This okay. is fantastic news yeah. if this is actually... Under the agreement, North Korea would also allow the return of international nuclear inspectors. The deal could also pave the way for nuclear disarmament talks under the country's new leader, Kim Jong-un. Yes. <laughs> James Murdoch, the executive at the epicenter of the phone hacking scandal. Mm-hmm. At his father's British newspaper, is stepping down as executive chairman of News Corp's UK newspaper arm. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That is big news. Syrian-backed tanks, Syrian troops backed by tanks launched a ground offensive to try to retake the opposition stronghold of Bab Amir in the city, central city of Oms, but were reportedly held back. A lot going on in Syria. Yeah. 7,500 people have been killed since the uprising begun there, began there. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, that's serious. And Homs is the uh, kind of the ground zero for for that. And now the United States is beginning to talk about possibly uh, getting involved in to help the rebellion. Some talk. Here's another study, which I like this study. Okay. Cassava is the second most important source of carbohydrate in the sub-Saharan Africa. So what what we're talking about here is. This is a uh, actual uh, plant okay. that thrives in sub-Saharan areas. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it grows and flourishes. It deals with almost anything the climate throws at it. It thrives in high temperatures. And if drought hit, it simply shuts down until the rains come again. Hmm. So that's cassava. So they're trying to uh, focus more of Africa's agriculture on cassava, which could be... Imagine that, just fields of cassava across the desert. You know, honestly, I don't know if this is just a lunacy to say. And then we we bring back the the 13,000-year-old plants from from Russia, and we start planting those around, and God knows knows what would happen. Uh, Israeli officials have privately told the Obama administration that they will not warn the United States if they decide to launch a preemptive strike against Iranian nuclear facilities. Those are the kind of friends you'd like to have. So they're not going to no. No. tell us if they're going to cause a nope. nuclear holocaust. I have a feeling our intelligence service will have a pretty good idea before they do it. Yeah. <laughs> every time every time we talk about the CIA father gets so upset. Call that boy. I think they're after him. I think I think they're tailing him. Well, he's a little paranoid. Him. You see? <laughs> yeah. He's uh, a little paranoid though. A new independent report has revealed the Japanese government withheld information about the full dangers of last year's nuclear disaster no. from its own people and from the United States. No. Yeah, that was Reuters is reporting Japan's then prime minister ordered workers to remain at the crippled Fukushima nuclear pa- plant as fears mounted that a chain reaction at this plant could and would force the entire city of Tokyo to be evacuated. 
the entire city of Tokyo evacuated. They were they were afraid these these fuel rods were out there. But you know they made the call, and it was probably a good one. To tell well, you the truth, yeah, it, would, it really would sacrifice have been, a few yeah. for the many. That's almost what you got to think they were thinking. Yeah, you you say yeah, to yeah, Tokyo, yeah. time to evacuate, yeah, and there would be how a, many a panic. That there's got to be ten million people in Tokyo. You're. Yeah. Oh, you know, remember uh, Balthazar Garzon, oh, the I Spanish do. judge? Y- yes, uh, he was cleared. Of, oh, yes. Uh, of the... Uh, the, the uh, Charges. Amnesty, uh, 1977 amnesty law with his investigation of Franco-era crimes. He was cleared of, of having anything to do with the... Uh, in the uh, what I want to say here. Overstepping his powers by trying to prosecute cl- crimes committed between 1936 and 1975. So he, they, they said s- that was reasonable, yeah. that what he did, and yes. now he can go after Bush and, and Cheney. And Kissinger and... Yeah. Uh, Rumsfeld and the Earth has a roughly twelve percent chance of experiencing an enormous mega flare. Oh from, yeah, from the sun. Yeah, this is coming. Yeah, they, this year. They, this is another study. Is this the two somehow... twenty twelve thing that we're all going to die? Oh no, 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 nothing to do with that. It's yeah. just that, given what we know about these solar flares yeah. and given the condition of the sun right now, right, we're saying that if you go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a 10% chance, you know. We're talking 10 to 1 odds yeah, here yeah. that this is going to happen. Good. And uh, what is uh, the frightening part about it is in our electric world that we live in, a, uh, a solar storm that we've seen before, mm-hmm. and this wouldn't be anything unusual, mm-hmm. could uh, shut completely down power grids for years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not so good. Okay. Well, it could take a, a long, long time to get them back up to their full operating capacity. So if you, you know, that you you might be able to run your refrigerator once a day. Uh, and it also could uh, contribute to erosion of oil and gas pipelines. Solar power. Yeah. Solar power. The, the sun, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seriously. Sergeant Frank Wooderick. Yeah. The only U.S. Marine to be found guilty on any charge related to the 2005 killing of 24 Iraqis in Haditha was honorably discharged. Of course he was. Huh? I think it's a little deal he made there. The German Bundestag voted in favor of a $170 billion bailout for Greece. These are huge. I know these are huge stories. Yes, but let's talk about Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. the Royal Bank of Scotland announced it would pay out about three six hundred and thirty million dollar in bonuses. Six hundred and thirty million dollar in bonuses. Who? Royal Bank of Scotland. Okay. Uh, after uh, an expected three point five billion dollar loss for this year, there are, and they were among bonuses, the most. They were yeah. among the most. Um, uh, guilty of the kind of financial fraud around the world, by the way. Italy's Gran Sasso Nach- National Laboratory. Mm-hmm. We reported a story uh, by them uh, not too long ago, but oh, they, they acknowledged. Oh, they, they're the ones who came up with the perfect pizza. Yeah. Is that, uh, that the? They acknowledged that readings it reported showing neutrinos have surpassed the speed of light. Remember? Oh, the, yes, the, yes. throw everything we knew. Yes, they went uh, faster. About physics into yeah. a complete uh, uproar. Uh, anyway, that was might have been caused by a faulty connector. Well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and we reported the story. So if people were so, you know, in the Einstein, physics department yeah. here at UCI were getting a little upset about yeah. Yeah, our yeah. idiocy, 
They had reason to. Yeah. This connector was not perfectly plugged, said, said a uh, Grand Sasa director, Lucia Fotano. Oops. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh-huh. And here's, here's another fun fact. Clouds were found to have been getting lower over the past decade. Oh, clouds. Yeah. Clouds. Lead researcher Roger Davis said that while the record is too short to be definitive, it provides a hint that something quite important might be going on. Okay. And you're say- thinking bad, but no, this is actually a good. A consistent reduction in cloud height would allow Earth to cool more efficiently, reducing the surface temperature of the planet and potentially slowing the effects of global warming. I give Mother Nature credit here. Uh, She's trying. This may represent a negative feedback mechanism, a change caused by global warming that works to counteract it. There you go. So there, she's, not, she's not gotten down without a fight. There you yeah. go. All right. <sighs> all right. You ready? I'm ready. Next week, it's going to be all rush. All, all right. the time. You know what I'm saying. That's I, all I'm saying. I know what you're saying. And, see, and you know, and you know, that, even by saying that, I don't know what is it. Acuteness factor? No, I but, don't understand what. No, I'm commenting. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, would you let me? I'm going to finish that that the thought, and that is, I. It's not like I disagree with the things you you've said about this. I don't. But it's just reached this kind of crescendo, this point where I think if to not say anything about it in the context of uh, as we were trying to describe it is just giving it some more more life that's, that's exactly the way rush would want you to think and finally in naples florida man was charged with aggravated assault after brandishing a weapon outside a bank and telling deputies he was the director of the cia so apparently this man is not quite you know, are you saying the director of the CIA is not quite right, or he is? No, that's not this man right here. He's not actually this director. This guy. Okay. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He's not, not only the director of the CIA, but he was Elvis Presley's brother and half orangutan, and that he needed to call the Fusion Center to ask about his monkey blood. <laughs> <laughs>